Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. My name is Joseph Anderson. I'm your host. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And guys, can you believe it? Oh my goodness gracious. We have been on the air for two and a half years now. 127 episodes? That's crazy. I mean, who would have thunk two and a half years ago that this is where we would be now? And having nearly 30,000 downloads and how cool is that? I mean, being in almost you know, most of the countries in the world, I mean, man, it's, it's amazing what we do when we just get engaged in life. So the title of this podcast is, It's Time to Get Engaged. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just having a lot of fun today, I think. But obviously, I'm actually not talking about that type of engaged. What I'm talking about is getting engaged in your life. So you know what we do so often as single people? We sit back and we don't do anything. We're waiting for our life to happen. You know, it's that song from Tangled. When will my life begin? It will begin when you want it to begin. It will begin when you start. It will, it will begin when you decide it begins. It begins when you get engaged. You know, I, I, I'm pretty, I don't know, there's plenty of things that I turn down. We'll just put it that way. And it's interesting because I was talking to two friends last Saturday night. And as we were talking, one of the friends said, hey, I really need, I need some people to you know, run cameras for this event. And one of my other, my other friends standing there was like, oh, I'll do it. And I kind of stood there and was like, did nothing, you know, or said no. I, I don't remember which I did, but it was not. Yes, I want to do that. And then it was interesting because of my friend, because of, because of my friend, I, I was super inspired how quickly he said, yeah, I'll do it. And you know what? After that, I was like, Hey, I'll do it too. And my friend was even like, my, my first friend that was asking, he's like, Oh, are you, are you sure? And he's like, or he asked me, he's like, are you sure you'll run the camera? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. So the funny part about all of this, most Sundays I spend pretty much in front of my computer thinking of the best way to spend my time, you know, which kind of video to watch. I love watching the chosen videos or, you know, like just thinking or planning or doing something like that. You know, I try to make the most use of my time on Sundays and it usually ends up being like me really sitting in front of my computer and not doing anything. Like not not even scrolling, like just literally kind of sitting there and wondering where the time goes. Anyways, I so I said yes. And I went and I helped him videotape this concert that he was helping with that he actually put together with another individual. And it was awesome. I mean, the concert was awesome. It was actually fun to run this camera. You know, I was there. I got to I gotta feel like I was almost part of the event, even though I, I hadn't put in the hours and months of work that this choir had. Um, and I'd got invited to. I just turned it down because I had, I had other commitments and I didn't want to get too busy. I, I, tend to, I tend to do that sometimes. I don't know if you guys do that too. Like we turn stuff down that um, it might be cool. Now, at the same time, I had Easter pageant, and they even said they'd work around that. 
But I was like, ah, you know what? I just don't want to take too much and put too much on my plate. Plenty of times when I have more on my plate, I actually enjoy it. There was a time that I was, I was kind of in charge of all the activities that we would do through our church unit. And it was a lot. I mean, we had stuff on, we had stuff on Sundays. We had stuff on Mondays. We had stuff on other days. And we were in charge of everything. And you know what? I loved it. And after a while, we got other people in charge of a lot of those things. And, and then it was pretty much just my, my responsibility to make sure that everybody was good and make sure everything was working. And if I'm being honest, I did not love that as much. Because there was nothing to do. There's, there's an episode of The Simpsons where uh, Marge and Homer and their family, they moved to this wonderful house. And it, it, it turns out like there's this moment in the, in the afternoon where Marge, the, the wife on the show, starts just sitting and drinking wine. She's like, well, the... The oven's cleaning itself. Like everything, everything is just cleaning itself. Everything is just done. And so she feels like she has nothing to do. And she's so bored. You know, the reason we get bored in life is because we're not engaged. You're not engaged in the project you, projects you really want to be engaged in. And you're not engaged in other things. It's interesting. One of the things I've seen lately and... I've really, really began to see this is how much we will like how much we will do in order to have a sense of achievement. People will play video games hour after hour after hour to get the tiniest of achievements. I know because I've, I've done it and, and I even do it, you know, and, and it's like they get you so addicted into getting to the next level and once you're in so far, it's like, oh, you just have to finish. Well, every one of you could be that engaged in your own life. I mean, how much time are you really spending on building the life that you want? I mean, truthfully. You know, I got one of the coolest, um, one of the coolest phone calls yesterday. There's a person that listens to the podcast that had, did not know me before the podcast and that I've never met in person. Um, but I had talked to him a, a few times when he'd reached out and we've done a little bit of coaching together. But other than that, I really didn't know this person other than the few conversations I'd had with them. And they'd shared with me some of the challenges and struggles they were going through in their life before. And they called me yesterday out of the blue. Which, ironically, I just want to point out in that moment, I was actually working really hard to get as many people to an event at, that, I'm that I'm speaking at. And in that moment is when I got this message. I got this phone call that was just... And, and that's how it works, guys. The more engaged you get into what you're feeling guided and inspired to do, the more cool things happen. Like I got So anyways, this phone call, he... He calls me and I'm, and I'm super like, you know, it's, it's got a, a number I don't recognize. And so I'm already thinking it's a solicitor, right? And, and they're like, hey, is this, is this Joseph Anderson? And I'm like, basically, yeah, who's this? <laughs> you think he gets a, a spammer or something? 
And and instead he's like, oh, hey, this is this individual. And, you know, I just want to thank you so much for your podcast. Thank you. Like it has totally changed my life. I listen to it when I'm at the gym and it's totally changed my life and it's changed this area of my life and this area of my life and this area of my life. I'm making better friends. Like, and he just sounded like he was on cloud, cloud nine. And that was so cool. But guys, we don't get to that point. We don't get to actually plenty of times. You're never going to know the impact you're having on people's lives anyway. You never will. And it's okay that you don't. You don't have to. You, you just have to go forward and be anxiously engaged in the, in the good cause. So some of, some of you probably know what I'm hinting at, but for those of you that don't, there's a scripture in a book called Doctrine and Covenants, which is another book of scripture. It's a series of revelations given to the prophet Joseph Smith. And they're amazing. I mean, this is just, an, you know, give, given to Joseph Smith from the Lord. And one of these is DNC 58, 26, 27. And it says, For behold, it is not meet that I should command in all things. For he that is compelled in all things, the same is a slothful and not a wise servant. Wherefore, he receiveth no reward. Verily, I say men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring to pass much righteousness. Oh, this is cool. This, this next part, verse 28, for the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves. And in as much as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. But he that doeth not anything until he is commanded and receiveth a commandment with doubtful heart and keepeth it with slothfulness, the same is damned. Wow. And then it goes on. I mean, this, this is stuff I'm just fascinated by in this moment because I didn't see some of this stuff before. Who am I that made man, saith the Lord, that will hold him guiltless that obeys not my commandments? Uh-oh. So you're saying that the commandments were given from Heavenly Father? We're not going to be guiltless if we don't do those? That's not good. <laughs> well, wow, guys, this, this goes even, even deeper as I'm just lo looking at this. So it just goes on the next verse. Who am I? Well, who am I, saith the Lord, that have promised and have not fulfilled? In other words, I always keep my promises. But then he goes on to say, I command and men obey not. I revoke and they receive not the blessing. So what he's telling us is, hey, I tell you what to do. I give you guidance through the spirit all the time. If you don't do it, that's on you. That is on you if you don't do what the spirit tells you to do. And so he says, I revoke and they receive not the blessing. Then they say in their hearts, this is not the work of the Lord, for his promises are not fulfilled. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? He said, like, we go, we, we go and don't follow God's commands, so we don't keep doing what he tells us to do. And then we say in our hearts, this can't be God's work, because his promises aren't coming true. And then he says, 
But woe unto such, for their reward lurketh beneath, and not from above. I, I think I'll stop on that note, because there's, there's just so much in these past verses that I've, I've never seen before. And that's the coolest part about reading scriptures. We're taught what we need to be taught. And even before I did this podcast, and you guys can use this if you want, um, I have a sign on my, on my wall that I created recently. In bit bold letters, it says ask, and then it says act, and then it says report. And it says, ask the Lord each morning what he would have you do. Ask for his specific help. And then under, under act, it says, go do it. Go follow the Lord's specific divine commands for you today. And then under report, it says each night, return and report specifically to him what you have done. I mean, this morning as I, as I did, I, I kneeled down before and just asked that Heavenly Father would help me on this podcast to say the things that were meant to be said and not anything else. I have never seen this much truth in these scriptures. This is everything I talk about. Get engaged. And, and I just, I find so much humor in the Lord's response. I mean, yes, it's written in the language they, they spoke in back then, but, you know, the doeth and the, that type of stuff. But it's actually really funny. You know, he's like, um, I command and men obey not. I revoke and they receive not the blessing. Then they have the, I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase this just for a little bit of fun. He's like, I tell you what to do and you don't do it. So I take away the blessing, uh, the blessings. And then we say to him, yeah, this can't be what I'm inspired to do because it's not working. If you're not working, it's not going to work. I love the quote by Will Rogers that says, even if you're on the right track, if you're not moving, you're going to get run over. That is the truth. I mean, and guys, if you want to look this up, even people that aren't members of my faith, because I know there's people of all faiths that listen to this. If you just look, look up the words DNC 58, and then what I'm, what I'm reading is pretty much from verses... Oh, 26 all the way through 33. I mean, there, there is, there's just so much power in that guys. So what, what are you engaged in? Are you, are you actually engaged in your life? Are you continu continually, diligently watering the things in your life that you want? And are you working on them like you know you can actually get there? There's a difference between, I'm going to just use my own examples. Um, there's a difference if I'm, if I'm striving to grow a coaching business, okay? There's a difference between me calling people and just saying, hey, how you doing? How's, how's, how's your day going? How's life? Then specifically saying, hi, you know, you know who, who do you know that's looking for some, like, that's just struggling right now or looking for a coach or, you know, whatever else comes to my mind to say in that moment. One is an action request. One is a very around the, 
walk, beat around the bush way of, well, hey, you know, if, if you're not too busy, like maybe possibly if you know someone that I could help them, could you send them my way? We got to stop downplaying ourselves. We got to stop like not letting ourselves be who we're meant to be. You know how many of us are holding back our light? You know, and, and sometimes like when we've been in, when we've just been in the habit of holding it back for so long and we're afraid of how other people are going to see it. I mean, I do. I, I struggle with some of the people around me and, and just being me. Because a lot of people in, in our lives just don't, they're not really loving their lives. They're really struggling. And sometimes I almost feel it's bad for me to be like so happy. But that's the way it works, guys. When you're following the counsel and the promptings that you're given by the Spirit, you are happy. Happiness, like it, it said that those who are happy keep the commandments of the Lord. That doesn't just mean the 10 and the 2 and any other commandments that are spiritual based. That means any direction that you're given from Heavenly Father. That is the way to be happy. I know where my power comes from. I know absolutely where my power comes from. Do you really think I could get on here and... I mean, we've already been talking now almost 20 minutes. As if it were nothing. Because the Lord has messages he wants to get out in the world. And anyone that's willing to show up and do his work, he's willing to bless them handsomely. My life is not perfect, but it is so much happier when I'm doing the will of the Lord. And there's so many times I doubt that. Why? Well, I was, I was reading in the scriptures in the Book of Mormon in Ether 12, and there's a scripture that talks about weakness. There's a few. I don't remember which one it was. But do you know what our weakness really is? It's that an entire third of the host of heaven followed the adversary, followed Satan instead. And you know, even if you don't happen to believe that, that everybody talks about like, you know, pay no attention, like Philip Phillips, pay no attention to the demons. They fill you with fear. Quincy Jones talks about the voices in his head that told him not to write. Like everybody talks about this that has done anything of significance. I mean, some, some might not talk about it, but you guys know what I'm saying. That's our weakness, guys. We, we try to do something and the adversary attacks us so quickly. And his best defense is, I don't exist. There, there's a scene in the movie Click where you know, Adam Sandler's character pauses because he's frustrated that his boss didn't give him the, didn't give him the promotion he promised him. And he's able to pause reality. And he slaps his boss across the face, back and forth, back and forth. And then he unpauses it, and, he's, and the boss is like, man, my head hurts. What happened? Was there a train that came through here? And Adam Sandler's like, I didn't say anything. That, that's how it goes, guys. 
And then he makes you think and believe that you're the thoughts that are that he's planted in your heart are yours. They're not. Don't take ownership of that. Coming back to this scripture, this one's in Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16, and it says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. The Lord has lit each of you to do something. He doesn't want you under a bushel. He says, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. I mean, another way for house is the house of Israel, everybody. God wants all of his children. That's cool. I just saw that in this moment. That's how the spirit works. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. Don't put your light under a bushel. Now, guys, I am not judging any of you by any means. I really am not. I do it too. And, I, and I'm working through those things. I'm, I'm working through that. I, I have a coach that I work with regularly that I pay. I mean, of course, if you're going to be a coach, you should have a coach. <laughs> and it helps me a ton. There are so many people around you that are willing to help you. If you can't afford a coach, there's a great website called heartfeltpresence.org. They have free coaches there. It's supposed to be 24-7, but it's not, but quite often. You can go and you can talk to them and you can say, hey, I'd love to help, some help with this. You can come on my free calls that I have a few times a month where for an entire hour, anybody can come on and ask me anything. But don't do the same thing. I mean, if you've got to read books, if you've got to, whatever it is you've got to do to make yourself the best version of yourself, do it. You know, life is so much funner when we get engaged. You know, as I was talking about with that experience of videoing, I eat, unless you've done this, like, not it wasn't professional videoing, but it was like half professional videoing. You know when they do that, like that scan across the crowd, like perfectly at a certain tempo. Yeah, I, I never got that down in the entire time I was doing this filming. <laughs> and this was just for fun. I I didn't get paid for this or anything. Like it was just it, it was just for fun, and it, and it was just to help a friend out. And it was just cool. You know, you're like, oh man, I get to kind of control what, what people are seeing on the TV. Okay, zoom in, zoom out. And, uh, and it's just kind of funny. Like, how many experiences are we missing out on because we're not getting engaged? Now, I want to clarify, I'm not saying get engaged in anything that you really don't want to do. If there's something that you don't want to do and like just have no desire to do, that's okay. You know, and, and sometimes we might try something and it might be like, I did not like that. Okay, don't, don't do it. If you didn't like it and if it doesn't feel good, that is the spirit saying, hey, not your path. There's a zillion others in the world, but that one's not for you. If you spend time and attention every single day on, the, on what you want to create in your life, you will create it. 
I don't care who you are. I don't care what thoughts you have. If you went outside every single day and just added like even a brick a minute to a building, well, within one hour, you'd have 60 bricks on that building. Now, I'm not, a fi- I'm not an official bricklayer. I know nothing about bricklaying, but I have made bricks. Yeah. We were back in, uh, I was, I, I did this super cool thing. It's called being a young performing missionary in this little city called Nauvoo. And back there, not only were we, were we performing, we would give tours through these old houses. And one of the things we also got to do is be a part of this brick, brick place. And we got to make bricks. I got to actually make bricks. How cool is that? And we made some of the, these like really special bricks that nobody can ever get. And especially now, nobody probably will ever get these bricks again. I have them. I have these awesome, awesome bricks. I also have horseshoes that I personally made, like tiny horseshoes. I love when I get engaged in my life. You know, we think games and all this stuff are you know, so much fun. The real reason they're fun is because you're getting a sense of achievement. We are also desperate for achievement that we will settle for passing levels on a video game. Now, there is definitely no judgment in here. I, I somehow got trapped in the new season of NBA 2K, and I have played way too much. Plenty of times I listen to books at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those strange people, hey. But... I, at the same time, like, yeah, like once I was involved in that, I just kind of, I kind of enjoy the achievement. The rewards are so silly, but I still want them. They're not even great. Well, every one of you, what if you could get so engaged in your life that you loved it? Now, that doesn't happen right off the bat. If you guys follow me on Instagram, then you know that I've done these guitars, these different challenges for the It's Possible Challenge. And plenty of those things when you're learning, they are not fun. But knowing like even the guitar parts that I've played and just, if you guys have been following, I haven't posted many videos in the past two months because I was in a car accident and I was actually advised at least for the time being not to play my guitar by my physical therapist. It, it digs right into an area of my neck that's we're, you know, we're working on healing. And it's like, I have missed it a little bit. And actually, you know, who who am I kidding? I, I, I've really missed it, but I just don't think about it that much. What do you want to get engaged in? And, And maybe you actually, like you may have thought the podcast title was going to be about, maybe you actually want to find someone and get engaged. Well, get engaged in that. Go to places, start meeting people, start hitting on people, start conversing with people. (gasps) Oh my goodness, Joseph, but what if they say no? Then there's 7 billion other people. When you start getting into action, God starts getting into action for you. It's said in some books of scripture that people were able to move mountains. How? The Lord did it. And another way to look at it is, what's a mountain? If there were like a a mountain, actually, I just had this really cool thought. 
we move mountains all the time. Did you know that? I didn't until the second. So we drive, when, whenever you're driving, if you ever go through and there's a mountain on each side of you, there has been a path blasted through that mountain with dynamite so that you can make your way through. I, I, don't, I don't think looking back on the scriptures that it was ever them moving a mountain, like just moving the place of the mountain. It wasn't like they just pick, wanted to pick up a mountain. Like, you know what? I'd really like this mountain over there instead. I don't think that was the case at all. They just wanted the mountain. They wanted to get through the mountain. Isn't that cool? So men really have moved mountains. They just have to have the right tools. You too, you can, you can move the mountains in your life with the right tools. In my years studying personal development and human transformation, I have spent tens of thousand dollars, thousands of dollars that I didn't have. And it has made all the difference in my life. The Lord will provide you exactly what you need. But we don't even go forward. We look at the mountain and we say, I could never do that. You're right. But with the Lord's help and with him helping you know who you really are and knowing that you are a child of God and know that you can do incredible things, can. One practical thing I'll share with you guys, I've, I've been working really hard on this talk, which is not something I'm used to doing, guys. Um, I understand that all the good stuff comes from the Spirit, and plenty of times I really can. I can just show up, you know, without even preparing much, much like today. And I can just, once I connect with the Spirit, I can share whatever the Spirit wants to say. But I was taught recently by one of my mentors, and he said, hey, Joseph, like, that's cool, but once you, when you only have you know, 45 minutes or an hour, you really want to drive a few points home instead of just share everything you know. I mean, like today, it's been about pretty much staying on topic, like getting, it's time to get engaged. And as I was working on this talk, and, and I had other things that I had to get done too, I'm redoing my website and some other things, and it's starting to look really awesome. But I was so overwhelmed, and I was talking to my coach, and it just kind of struck me. Actually, no, it wasn't even when I was talking to my coach. It was the night before. The Lord gave me this picture in my head. If you guys are familiar, if you guys have a PC, like with a file explorer, you open one folder and like just click on it and, or, and it can open the next and the next and the next and you can see them all the way down. The Lord basically taught me that I could do that with all the things I was working on. And once you write them down, they're really not so bad. 
They only look like mountains because we're trying to focus on them all at once. Like, you know, if you're trying to write a book, focus on writing for a few minutes. Focus on writing for 45 minutes and just sitting, and it's going to take you a few minutes to get into it. Allow yourself to get into it. Allow, like when you jump in water, you got to get used to it a little bit. The same thing with anything you're going to do. There is going to be an adjustment period no matter what you're doing in that moment. And, and then there's a moment that we just kind of settle in. So I'm sitting here thinking, what would be the most helpful thing for you guys to do? I would invite you to do the to pick one thing this week that you've really, really wanted to get engaged in and do it just for 21 minutes. You don't have to, but that, that has worked pretty well for me. Not tons of things, but just one. Pick one single thing that you really want to try this week and then do it. And also pause more and slow down more. We're so in a hurry to get places that sometimes we're sprinting down the wrong roads. When you're lost on a journey, you pull over and you look at a map or you fix your GPS. The same for you. When you start feeling lost and overwhelmed and just all that confusion, all it means is to slow down. The Lord really is doing a great work through each of you. And the greater the work is, the, the more the adversary is going to work on you. I mean, oh my goodness, I, I know when I'm on track. Because sometimes I have plenty of very strange nightmares. Like last night, as I'm preparing for this talk, and I'm very diligently preparing for this talk. I had many strange nightmares that fortunately, by, by now, I've pretty much forgotten most of. <laughs> it just means you're on the right track. It really does. The greatest gift that Heavenly Father can give each of us is peace. But you know where real joy comes from? Getting engaged. Getting engaged in your life. Stop worrying about the life that you thought you wanted to have or that you think you want to have. If there's something that you can start doing that you have control over, go do it. Whatever else you felt inspired to do today, go do that. And I would also say, if you need a little bit of inspiration, there's a great song performed by Miley Cyrus that is absolutely incredible called The Climb. And the lyric in here that really catches my attention is... Actually, I'm going to read the, read the whole last verse. There's always going to be another mountain. You're always going to want to make it move. Always going to be an uphill battle. 
Sometimes I'm going to have to lose. It ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. It's the climb, guys. It's the engagement. It's, it's being engaged in your life. That's the fun part. Don't, the rewards don't last. Every time we hit a milestone, we get excited for a few days. And then it's gone. Because we don't care about the achievement. It's the actual climb that we love. And I guess sometimes we climb our mountains and other times we blast through. It doesn't matter whether you go over, whether you go under, whether you go through. Like, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you start getting engaged in your life and the rewards that you will begin to see are amazing. But I just, don't, I just want to remind you, you don't have to climb alone. The Lord will help you if you just ask. As he's so beautifully shown on this episode of this podcast, that he's helped me immensely. You have friends that can help you. You have resources around you that can help you. Stop settling for the life that you have and start striving for the life that you want. I was talking recently with somebody and it really hit me. The Lord wants us to be happy, but I don't know if he ever wants us to be entirely satisfied. Because it's that little bit of hunger that keeps us fighting, keeps us striving, keeps us going for more. And as I said in a previous episode, hope is just taking the next step. So what is your climb? What is it that you really want to get engaged in? What do you want to create in your life? Go start creating it today. And all the help that you need will come. Just trust and move forward. Take the next step and the next step and the next step. All you got to do is crawl forward and then you'll start crawling so fast. You'll start walking and then after you walk, you'll run. Okay, guys. And on that note, I'm done. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, 
Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.